Ooh wee. Hey. <laughs> I rarely come back and do a follow up like this, but I feel like I had to. Um a lot of great conversations over the last I don't know, seventy two hours whenever I put this uh that last episode up. Jesus. Well one, thank you guys for still <laughs> coming back to listen. Let me just go ahead and say that and get that out the way. I really appreciate it and I love the conversations. Uh two things I found um, or two different, you know, conversations I've had. One, the whole like, hey man, I appreciate the perspective. Like I said, this is just my opinion, and uh, and from from my own personal stance. And then you know, guys talk to each other from the guys I've talked to. The other one, the other one was like, uh, which I was not meaning to do, was like, man, Fadi, you sound like a woman hater. I right, man, if if you guys know me, if y'all know me, know me. I love. I love women. I love all of you women. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how you act. All right. I love you. I mean that. It has nothing to do with woman bashing. Right. You guys got the traveling pants and the sissy yaya hood. I got my opinion. All right. I did get asked a question though. And uh, this came from an old friend and said, uh, you know, I can see where you're coming from, but just out of curiosity, what does perfect look like for a man? And it's simple, right? No man wants perfect. They just want peace. And once again, I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say no man like I'm talking for all of us. I'm not talking for all of us, but I'm talking for all of us. I think every man can relate when he's just tired, when he feels unappreciated, when he feels dogged out. All he wants to do is be appreciated. He doesn't need the world moved, right? He doesn't expect that. Most men don't, at least. Most men don't need you to bend over backwards. Most men don't even need the back rubs and... And the um, and uh, you know the the words of affirmation, they just need to be appreciated or understand that their level of effort matters and it's 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 seen, right? So often we just do things because we're expected to do things. We do things and it's like, all right, well, I just I'm going through the motions of being a man. I'm, I'm paying this bill. Not saying women don't pay bills. I'm just saying. There's a the there's a the certain relationship dynamic where like the man's supposed to be the provider. I'm not saying every relationship's like that. My marriage wasn't like that. In some aspects it was, but not all aspects, right? Uh we were pretty uh fair share. Um when it comes to certain things, right? Like I took care of the mortgage, she took care of some utilities, right? Uh whatever the case is, right? Every marriage is set up differently financially, which is fine and there's nothing wrong with that. But as far as um just being appreciated for the things that just that you expect to have happened, right? You you started off in a relationship. Let's just say, for example, the man paying all the bills. Let's just take that that old school example, right? Now you're five years into the relationship. You've had those bills paid for you. All right, like are, are the thank yous or the appreciation there anymore, or is it just assumed that he's going to continue to do that? So that that's what I mean. Like men don't men. men most men don't need perfect. They just need appreciation. They want to know that they're, all the effort, everything that they're doing isn't being tried with uh, questioning insecurities, right? Now, when we get to insecurities, that was brought up in a couple of conversations as well, right? I want to clarify something. When I mean like, hey, I don't want to be put back on a leash, right? It has nothing to do with stepping outside of the house. It has no, nothing to do with wanting to cheat. It has nothing to do with wanting to to go explore other women, it has nothing to do with going to the club and midnight, nothing, all right, 
tell you guys a story. I'm going to keep names out of this, but I'm going to tell you guys a story, right? What I mean by a leash, before I tell you the story, is what is a leash? All right, A leash is attacked, attached to a collar. In most cases, it's a choke collar. Why is it called a choke collar? Because as soon as that dog gets out of line, you tug on that leash and gives that dog a little, you know, cuts off the airways a little bit. Gives him that little sign or gives her that little sign. Hey, chill the fuck out, you little bitch. And, you know, heal, right? That's that's what I mean by leash. You heard, you hear leash now, back then, back in your parents' time, or whatever the case is, your grandparents' time, you heard all oh, the old ball and chain. Doesn't mean that you're strapped to a fucking ball and chain inside the house. It's just a metaphor. It's a mentality, right? It's where a woman has this leash attached to your neck where as soon as you fuck up, you're going to go ahead and get that damn tug. It has nothing to do with leaving the house, just to be clear. All right? It has, that's, that's, a, that's a respect thing. When you're married, I don't believe people need to be out in the streets. I'm not saying you can't go out there with your friends and have a good time. You absolutely should. You absolutely could. Right? But that's not what I'm referring to when I say I don't want to be on a leash. I don't want to be somebody's dog. I don't want to be... I don't want a choke collar around my shit where I got to fucking get checked for, you know, oxygen every time I slip up. All right. Forget to take out the trash. I brought that example up in the last episode. Next thing you know, you know, no guy decides to fucking forget the trash. No guy wants to forget the trash. But there's been some times where most or occasionally there's there's a handful of dudes out there that have forgotten to take out the trash. Right. Where now you got to sit a whole nother week for uh, the trash truck to come collect. That's inconvenient for everybody who lives in that house. Obviously a mistake. Why would you come home, realize that your man forgot to take out the trash, and then bitch at him? What the fuck is that going to do? The trash is still going to be there. You're crying about something. You're making him feel like shit about something. You're bitching about him. You're bitching about, about something that he can't fucking fix. I've mentioned this in podcasts a long, long time ago, but Amanda used to love fighting Um uh, about stuff that I couldn't do anything about, right? And I told her, I'm like, if I fucking had a time machine, I swear to God, I'd, if I can fucking invent a time machine, I would, just to make the bleeding stop. I can't do anything about what happened, right? Sometimes we say things, and we wish we didn't say th- things, right? You look back and you say, fuck, man, I wish I wouldn't have said that, because now those words resonate, and they fucking keep replaying in the person that you said them's ear, and you realize it was childish, it was immature, and all you want is that damn time machine to get those words back out of her or his head, right? But we don't have the luxury of a time machine. So to me, if it's something that really bothers you, either shut the fuck up or get divorced. That's the only two options. If it's not something that's willing to, I don't hear me out when I say this. If it's not something that's divorce worthy, then fucking learn to just move the fuck on instead of making somebody else... Or making your partner, making your spouse, making your fucking wife, husband, pronoun, whatever the fuck you call these people nowadays, right? I mean, all of these people, whatever your relationships are called. Instead of making somebody miserable, you say you fucking love them, learn to shut the fuck up, all right? Learn to just live with the fact that mistakes are a thing. All right, I got this buddy, man. He has a bowling, uh, he's, he's part of a bowling team. This guy goes out and bowls every Thursday, right? And me saying this story, uh, I got a, a bunch of friends that bowl, so nobody knows who the fuck I'm talking about. He bowls every Thursday. He's been doing this for as long as I've known him, man. So, we'll, we'll, I mean, probably about 15 years now. 
every Thursday that this guy is, is here uh, stateside, he bowls, you know. Uh, as you can imagine, he's in the military, so he's not here all the time. But when he is here, that's his thing, right? He, he's with a bunch of old heads, man. They go to the, the bowling alley, they have some beers, bowl and talk shit, you know. Uh, I don't fucking know. I don't bowl, right? I suck. I don't know what a 300 is. I just know that sometimes there's beer and sometimes there's some shitty pizza and, and, and a good time waiting for me. Either way, his wife knew he bowled. He bowled. You know, um, as of late, I'm not saying too recently, probably about like over the last like two or three years, I've, I've heard this a couple of times, right? His wife is like, what the fuck? You know, like, why do you like she's she makes him feel like shit for going out on Thursday. But it's not because he's doing what he's been doing. It's because that he makes time to bowl once a week. But they don't have a date night once a week. That's a fair point. I kind of get it. But why not just approach it as uh, like, hey, I planned a date night for us and then go from there. Why is it his problem that he's been doing something for so long, long before he met her? And now like he has to feel some kind of way. He gets to come home. Hey, you were out until, you know, midnight bowling, like, you know, mad. And then that goes back to the statement from the last episode. Right. It goes from like now she's pissed off at him for doing something, that, you know, she was fine with. She can't not be fine with it. Doesn't make sense not to be fine with it. Just from my point of view. But then what's the after effect? Right. She's upset. This guy goes a month without getting laid. Got you. All right. I, I, and it goes back to the whole weaponizing pussy statement that I, I put in the last episode just to bring this shit full circle. Right. There's different. There's different trains of thought when it comes to this stuff. I've realized a lot of the conversations, some of them are appreciative of uh, the different point of view or has like um, people are like, hey, yeah, I get to look at things maybe a little differently. Right. And I'm just saying this shit to say whether you listen, whether you take it in, that's on you. It has nothing to do with me. Right. But the other thing is like, well, what about us? What about women? Why? Why? Why is it always the guy? It's not always the guy. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying I'm a guy. I can't speak to what you're going through. Just like I don't expect you to speak to what I'm going through or what your man's going through. A lot of women want to reach out and have conversations and questions about things. I said, look, it's not a question because a lot of them are close to me. A lot of you guys are close to me, right? That's not a conversation I want to have with you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I won't, but it's not something I want. I can't judge you or what, you know, what it is that you, that's something. Hey, you ask your husband, hey, do I make you feel like this? Or ask your man, ask your wife, whatever, I don't, whoever you want to ask. Hey, do I make you feel like this? Is there ever a point in time where like you feel like you want to go do something, but you really don't want to ask because of how I'll react and just see what they say. Right. I got a friend, man. Love her to death. Love her to death. Had a good conversation with her today. I know she knows who I'm talking about right now when I'm when I'm about to say this. And she's like, hey, man, my, like uh, uh, my husband doesn't always reach out when he has time to reach out. And then I find out that he had time to reach out. And I'm wondering why the fuck didn't he reach out? It's not about that. It's not, you're taking, you're taking something and you're, you're, you're making it personal. It's not personal, right? This guy is in the Navy and they, you know, they leave and they pull into different uh, areas sometimes to, to get a break. And if anybody knows what the tempo is on one of these ships, right? Especially with the, the, the amount of issues that we have to deal with from, um, you know, from mechanical issues to schedule issues to personnel issues, there's just a lot of issues. And uh, as you climb up in those leader ranks, there's a lot going on, right? Sometimes when it, like you've just had, you know, seven, 14, 21 days of just constant fucking just havoc in your face and your ears. And you finally get a chance to step off 
the ship or, or get a moment to yourself. You just want that moment to yourself. You want to just you want to do what you do to kind of normalize and feel like decompressed a little bit. All right. The first thing I'm thinking about, like when I deployed, you know, I didn't I didn't call Amanda right away when I got into port. I took some time. I wanted to get to where I was going first, kind of relax, breathe a little bit, check into a hotel or something, and then I'll call her, right? That way I could talk to her without a flustered mind. But I, I could talk to her clear-minded. I can say, hey, you know, how you been? You know, not like, fuck, man. I just got off this goddamn ship, and this happened, that happened. This I want let me breathe, and then I'll get, I, you'll have a better version of me if I get to decompress first, right? So we had this conversation. Um, like I said, love her to death, man. I, I leave that conversation that, but I think there's a lot of people out there that can also understand that perspective, right? It's hard, man. It's hard to take on. There's, and you know that that whole thing, right? And I get it. If you're not in the navy or you're not you're not on a ship, or I, I get it, right? Just think about the long day of work that you had, all right? And you're driving home. It's fucking six p.m. or seven p.m. And you get in the driveway, and then you sit there in the driveway for a minute and just kind of. You kind of just take a moment to yourself. It has nothing to do with who's inside the house. You just need that moment to yourself, right? Just because your spouse is inside the house doesn't mean you need to fucking rush home, get a speeding ticket, fucking get in the get in the <laughs> the driveway, fucking roll out of your car, run into the house. As soon as you run into the house, you find your spouse, so you give him a hug. No, that's not that's not fucking that's not sane, right? That does, that doesn't make any goddamn sense, right? So back to what I'm saying here. Is that it? it <laughs> not not every man is like this, but there are a lot of men out there. They they don't they don't want perfect. They just want peace. They want to know um, that that you trust them, unless they've given you a reason not to. That you need to have some kind of level of blind trust with your man. You need to have some kind of level of um, ah man. Just a, a I hate the using the word safe place, but you need to be. He needs to be able to communicate with you without the repercussions. Hey, is there something I can do better, babe? Yeah, like, can you cook a little bit more? What do you mean cook a little bit more? All I do is take care of the kids. All I do is this, that, and the other. And now you want me to cook? What the fuck? And then all next thing you know, it's a fight. I, I hated talking to Amanda, man. I hated sometimes talking to Amanda because I, I knew what she was going through. But why ask me what I'm going through if all it's going to do is turn into like, well, you know, flip it back on me. I, that shit, I don't know, man. Maybe that's why I'm traumatized. I have no idea. And I, you know, and... Just to be clear, man, head over heels, completely engulfed and in love with that woman from the moment I met her, right? I don't think I'm ever going to have that moment again, and I'm not looking for that moment again because I think it's a once-in-a-lifetime fall-in-love type moment, right? I think that there's going to be another moment down the line somewhere, but it won't be like that. It won't be that young, um, naive, uh, everything-is-new love, right? First time uh, moving in with a woman, or living with a woman first time, you know, getting pregnant first time, um, like making big purchases together. Like it's all that, all that new shit. But, you know, we got to the point where like, you know, fucking eight, nine years into it, like we're still, I'm, I'm still uncomfortable. I want to say like talking. And, uh, if you guys remember one of my, uh, I don't know which episode, right. Fucking, um, early episodes, like talking to her, the month before she passed away, you know, I actually opened up and told her like everything that was scaring me and bothering me. And then it turned into like, she, she's like, I can't believe I made you feel this way. And I can't believe, I can't believe, you know, um, I I didn't see this. 
And I'm like, I didn't, the, the intention wasn't me to open up to make her feel bad. It was me to open up to let her know, like, I'm, I'm fucking human. You know, I have, I have, uh, mental health, um, you know, is a, still a factor. You know what I mean? It was a factor, not like, you know, suicidal ideations, but like fucking being drained is part of mental health, right? Being fucking tired, being, you know, questioning everything all the time, wondering if you're doing enough. There's so much on a man's fucking plate all the time. Not saying, once again, not saying that there's nothing on a woman's plate. I don't know what the dynamic of your relationship. I'm just saying for the general guy that is me and the general guys that I know, right? For the most part, not all of them. I don't don't want my boys to be like, hey, man, what the fuck? You're blowing my spot up. Like I said, not all of you guys, but the majority of y'all, right? Have that Al Bundy type lifestyle. You know, Peggy Bundy's a fox. Right. I don't know if you guys fucking know the show Married with Children, but Peggy Bundy's a fox. Right. Little leggings, redhead, spicy, got all the right curves, got two grown ass kids that, you know, you go do what the fuck you want to do. Let me just sell my shoes. Still comes home, man. He just wants to he just wants to breathe. He just wants to be with some boys sometimes, have a beer and call it a day. He's there. You know, hey, I I just got paid. Gives his paycheck straight to his wife and just like, hey, uh," and then makes a a sandwich with um, bread and mayonnaise. Right. Guys don't need perfect, man. Guys just need peace. They just want to be left the fuck alone. They want to be appreciated when it's time to be appreciated. And if they love you in a manner that you don't think is like, hey, no, that's, this is not how I want to be loved. Just know that they love you. All right. Maybe they can adjust how they love you. But give them, give them fucking guys are also dumb. So I'll help them, help them slowly baby steps on like, hey, you know, um, this is. I appreciate you saying this, but like, can you, can you stop saying it? Cause it makes me feel like I don't do it that much. I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what a good example of that is, but I know Valentine's day is coming around, right? There's going to be some guys that put out some effort and there's some guys that are going to put out some effort and it's going to seem half-assed, but you've been with them long enough and you know, like, Hey man, like this guy just spent a shit ton of money on Christmas, right? He made, he made some magical moments happen. I'm going to give him a, a break, you know? Or like, hey, how about you book the goddamn uh, restaurant, you know? How about you make the reservations as the woman? How about you get him some fucking flowers, right? Make him feel like, just surprise the shit out of him. You'd be surprised how far and what that does. I'm not saying demasculate or emasculate him, right? But I'm saying like, do something without wondering or without expecting something in return. Like, love is both ways. It's not like, I mean, um one way one-sided and this is what i say man like it's so hard to just be a genuine there's a lot of great women out there that don't give a fuck about material shit right but they got these fucking chicken heads in their ear right your little network of friends there's one or two of them in there saying you know oh he just booked a trip to fucking barbados oh he just did this for me who the fuck cares man let them go live their life then you get on social media and everybody wants to post their fucking teddy bears even though you know half the motherfuckers are getting cheated on it still bothers you that you didn't get a fucking stupid 80 foot teddy bear it makes no fucking sense so a man has to sit here and make you happy but make you happy enough to be able to compete at the level of these other fucks that 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 he truly doesn't give a shit about right? He doesn't care about your friends. Most of your friends, you know, if you guys split up, you guys, like, your friends ain't going to be hanging out with him for the most part. Your friends are going to go ahead and side with you. It's like kids in a divorce, right? Who gets the who gets the friends? Your friends are going to go with you, right? His friends are probably going to go with him. Who knows? Unless they got, like, a married couple in there, and then somebody's, like, spouse is like, nope, we're going to go ahead and side with her or with him. 
But Valentine's Day is coming up. Just keep that in mind. Let him do his thing. If he fucking forgets, he forgets. He's not going to forget. He's not going to forget. But he might not come home right away with a gift. Or he's not. Or you might not wake up at fucking 7 a.m. and have a gift presented to you. Let him come home from work. Let him, let him fucking be a little late if he has to. At least you know he stopped to go get something. Right? Or even if he doesn't go get something. DoorDash something. Right? If you guys don't want to make a reservation. DoorDash. Hey, babe. I'm going to put the kids to bed. I'm going to DoorDash something, and I'm going to give you the best head of your life. <laughs> I don't know. Just give me some examples out there. I'm trying to help you out, fellas. All right? But all in all, man, that's all I want to say. It's not, it wasn't an attack on women. By no means was it meant to be an attack on women. All right? Um, I got a daughter. I know that, you know, this is out here in, on the Internet now. It's going to be heard forever, whatever the case is. Um, everything I say is for the love of women. Everything I say is for the love of men. There's no personal attack on a gender. There's no a certain personal attack on, on a sex or a race. And it never is. I'm not that kind of person. I never will be that person. I'm one of those people, man. What you eat doesn't make me shit. Who you fuck doesn't make me come. I don't care. All right? I'm just letting you know the world according to Fadi, based on my experiences through life, all the good, the bad, the trials, the tribulations, and, uh, and the fucking successes and the goddamn, the highs and the lows, right? Um... And then what I've been experiencing, man, I just fucking, oof, dating in your 30s is not what I thought it'd be. I didn't never thought it, I never had a thought about it, but like, I just, you know, I thought there'd be, I thought it would be more like, um, Becky from Full House and, and less, um, I don't even know how to describe it, man. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know what's, what, what's, what we've come to, man, but maybe down the line, maybe I'll be ready, maybe not, who knows, I don't know what the word ready means either, I don't know what normal means, but, um, whenever it happens, like, I'm not writing it off, right, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to say I want to be alone, I'm just saying I don't mind being alone, I'm not gonna sit here and, and, um, and devalue myself just to check a box, because society's like, yeah, you should be with somebody, or people are like, yeah, you'll find someone, I'm not looking, right, I'm not looking, I'm, I got a guy at work, man, and uh, dude's not in the military, but he's getting married here uh, a couple of days, man. Very happy for him. Uh, got through done like a shitty divorce, and you know uh, that whole uh, you know finances got fucked and all that stuff. He was like, "Hey, man, I, I met this woman at church, and I never, I know, not at church. I'm sorry, I, I met her here at work. I never thought I'd meet a woman like this. And it's uh, when I stopped looking is when you know, um, you know, he, he rejuvenated his faith with God, and." Um, he, he just, he believed everything lined up after he, he got right with the Lord. And he's like at, at work, you know, just right under my nose right here. I found this, this perfect woman. He's like, I stopped looking and, and, and she just came to me. I believe things like that happen. I'm not saying I'm looking for anything like that to happen. I'm just saying, I, I do believe that something like that happens. I don't think swiping left and swiping right. I get it. There's some relationships out there that have made it through whatever dating app you guys went through or whatever you know, chat rooms uh, that you went through back then, which is fine, right? Good, more power to you. But like I said, you guys are the exception, not the standard. The fucking standard is a bunch of creeps out there looking for foot pictures on uh, on sites like goddamn, um, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> not Plenty of Fish, uh, OnlyFans, right? I don't know, man. People are gotten weird, or maybe I've just gotten old. I don't know, but either way, um, just wanted to clarify that note up and like I said, man, these conversations just give me, uh, you guys are distracting me from my schoolwork this week, but I'm happy I'm ahead a little bit. I got an English class starting on Monday and um, looking forward to that. I'm not, my English teachers are listening to this, man. I might need y'all's help as I'm making writing relevant again. 
I'm not sure what the what that's gonna be like, but I'm gonna try and make it relevant again. I guess writing stopped being relevant regardless of how many books we got out there in those libraries. I don't understand the name of that course. I think writing's always been relevant, but who am I? Just a dumb kid from Philly. All right, man. I love you guys. Go birds, all right? Fucking go motherfucking eagles. You don't got to share this. You don't got to agree with that, but goddamn go eagles, hey. Like. All right. Y'all keep swimming, all right? Those arms get heavy. You feel like you can't swim anymore. You feel like you got to fucking drown. Don't drown. You just take a deep breath in and float. I'll be right there floating with you. Love y'all.